Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Half Decent. It's me, Sam, and I'm here to help you be your own best friend like I am every single episode. And honestly, that's what I want to talk about today. That's what this episode is about. It's a combination of why did I start this podcast in the first place, and two, how to be your own best friend, because the reason I started this podcast, my overarching theme of this... Oh, can you hear my dog scratching on the door? She's one of my best friends, but... I'm my own best friend because that's why I started this podcast. I want to help everyone become their own best friend. I want everyone to listen to these episodes and feel like at the end of them, they can go be their friend. Like they can go sit in their bed by themselves, throw their phone and whatever else could distract them, remote control across the room, no music, no sounds, no nothing, and sit there. Maybe talk out loud, maybe talk in your head but genuinely get along with yourself. I want everyone to be able to do that because it's the most rewarding feeling in the world. I talk about Mel Robbins a lot in these uh, episodes because she is one of just a couple people that genuinely flipped the switch in my head that nothing's wrong with me and definitely nothing's wrong with everyone else. What was wrong was the fact that I didn't know how to be with myself. I didn't know how to sit with myself and I didn't know how to approve the things I want to do. If that makes any sense at all, then great. If not, I'll I'll help you digest it. Because I'm no professional, genuinely. I've never gone to a, a, uh, or well, I've been to college, went to college, but I didn't go to school to become a doctor. I didn't go to school to become a, physio or or physio (laughs) a psychologist or a therapist or anything like that I went to school to become an actor and through acting school you spend 100% of the time and I I literally mean 100% of the time learning how to understand your emotions and use them it's about becoming a phenomenal sociopath and if you're not naturally a sociopath it's just trauma 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 and reliving it sandy beach get out of my room one second okay so i changed my mind i decided to pick up sandy and put her on my lap right now because as someone who's trying to talk to you about being your own best friend i shouldn't kick one of my best friends out of my own bedroom you might be able to hear her trying to lick my face right now because she's sitting in my arms like a little baby and sandy we're talking we're talking to the half decent population about being your own best friend Dogs are so cool because honestly, I don't think most dogs know how to. Ooh. Okay, Sandy, you gotta leave. One sec. Okay, where was I? Um, dogs. I don't think any dog knows how to be by themselves. Honestly, dogs are also social creatures. Most dogs, at least. Because if you know of any puppy, and thinking about anyone who got a puppy during COVID, my family included. What was it like for you the first time you left the dog alone? They probably lost it. They probably absolutely lost their marbles because these dogs are social creatures. They don't know how to be alone and you have to train a dog to be good by themselves. You gotta train yourself to be good by yourself. And the only way to do that is to get along with yourself. A cool thing about any animal that isn't a person is when they have a thought they don't have a thought about the thought if that makes any sense they can't think about what they're thinking about 
they can only think. They only know how to think and act upon what they're thinking on. They don't have the ability to argue with themselves. They don't have the ability to make a mistake and then come up with 30 different reasons for why they fucked up. They have the ability to realize something didn't work and then try something else. I'm sure you've seen a, a dog, or I'm just gonna keep using a dog as an example, but have you ever seen a dog try to get to something that's behind a fence or maybe up on the counter? They will stand there and try until they're exhausted, until they can get that little treat hanging over the edge of the plate or whatever it is. They're just gonna keep trying different things. They know, I want that thing, so I'm gonna try and get it. And they try and get it. That's so cool. And that's because a dog can't argue with themselves. A dog likes themselves because they don't know how to disagree with what they want. And the only way for you to not disagree with the things that you want is to be honest about what you want. Because if you're not honest about what you want, how are you ever gonna agree with it? And I, by that, I mean embarrassingly honest. Because there are so many things I want that I know I'm never gonna get. That I know I'm probably never even gonna try for some of these things that I want so bad. However, I'm honest about everything that I want. Very honest about it. And I say that every time I even walk into work. They're like, oh, I can tell you want to leave. I can tell you want to do this. I can tell. It pisses me off. And I, I tell that. I've told that to my boss. I've asked I've asked my boss in more than one job to say, can we have a conversation? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't like being told that you can tell I want to leave. Or I don't like being told that you can tell I want to do this. If I don't want to do something... I'm very honest about it. Unless it's gonna hurt someone or hurt someone else's feelings, I'm just gonna be honest about what I want because what is the worst possible situation that can happen from being honest about what you want? You don't get what you want? Okay, you're gonna get that anyways if you don't say what you want. So the difference is nothing when it comes to you and yourself. If you sit every day in your car driving to work or whatever, imagining you're in a music video because you dream about being a rock star on stage or being a famous singer, be honest about that. Is that what you want? It's what I want. I want to be Justin Bieber, definitely. I 100% want to be a world touring singer that would that rocks the stage and knows how to play every single instrument in the year, in the year, in on the planet. And, and I want to be able to do it all this year. However, there, as my own best friend, I know how to be honest with myself about the things that I want and about what it would take to get there. And you're allowed to be embarrassed with yourself. You Secondhand embarrassment from when you watch a TV show and someone's being cringe, that's because it reminds you of yourself. It, you imagine yourself doing that thing and thinking about how others would react to you. That's what secondhand embarrassment is. I hate the word embarrassing. I hate the word embarrassment because it shouldn't exist. Because the only reason it comes to the surface ever is when someone is worried about what someone else is thinking. And it's the most cliche thing in the entire world, but if that's genuinely an issue with you, then hopefully after, after you and I become best friends, it won't be. And two, you don't have to be embarrassed about the things that you want. You don't have to have, you don't, like, you can be honest with yourself about what you want because whether or not you think it's embarrassing to admit it to yourself, 
it doesn't change the fact that you want it. So if you think it's embarrassing to admit it, it's embarrassing that you want it too. So you might as well be honest about it. I wanted to start this podcast and I still want to keep creating this podcast because my goal, my number one goal, and I have a clear one, it's I want everyone to learn how to be their own best friend. I want everyone to get good at talking to themselves. I don't know why that's such a like stigma with people. Here you're like, oh, do you talk to yourself? Are you crazy? What? What do you mean? Like I'm here from day one to the end. If I don't know how to have a good, productive, happy, enlightening conversation with myself, what the fuck am I doing? Why, why wouldn't I want that? Why is it weird for someone to be able to do that? If you think it's weird, it's because you surround yourself with people that are fucking negative all the time and it pisses me off. And I tell people at work all the time, if you're not gonna go to the mirror and high five yourself, look at yourself and tell you that you're great, then stop bitching about things that you can you can change. I get not wanting to be at work that day. And I, I unfortunately, I'm scared that some of my close friends in real life are gonna think I'm referring to them. I'm not genuinely i'm not when i'm talking about work right now i'm talking about about a year ago maybe a year and a half ago um i was the boss of a store i was the general manager of a store and i won't get into the details but there were some people that came into their shift that i would schedule that would tell me they need these hours and they would start complaining start giving me reasons i remember someone told me that they had a pimple too so close to their eye that they were too embarrassed to be at work that day and they they were just like head down blah 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 blah. so i went and checked and they posted four different tiktoks that morning talking about the pimple on their eye and i didn't call them out or anything but the only thing that went through my head was okay why are you so embarrassed to be at work with that meanwhile you're posting that on social media for literally the world to see the answer was simple the answer was because they don't feel like being at work and doing work and this job was not a hard job it was one of the most simple jobs in the world and everyone needs a mental health day trust me i i'll be the first to tell you if you don't want to be there don't be there but that's what i told them if you don't want to be here don't be there don't be here go and they were like oh look i do i do want to be at work but it's just i'm and i would shut them up and say you can go like i'm not mad you can leave but if you keep showing up like this, you're fired. And that's because, oh, there goes my dog again. And that's because you don't have to be here. You're lying to me because you're lying to yourself. You don't wanna be at work because you don't feel like being at work. And you're blaming it on the pimple under your eye because it's the easiest thing you can come up with an excuse to yourself for. Because you genuinely don't like being at work. You don't like it. You don't have to like it. A lot of people don't like their jobs and that sucks. That really sucks. But I'm not making you be there. So when I'm at work and people tell me, oh, I can tell you don't want to, oh, you want to leave early? You want to do this? Like whatever makes your life easy. I don't want to, I don't want to work late. I don't want to leave early. I don't really care. I enjoy being here. I said I was going to be here, so I'm going to be here. And if like you're offering to let me leave early, sure, I'll probably say yes. But that doesn't mean I don't want to be here. And a great example of that is, and so many people will tell you this, I swear to God on my days off work, I spend more hours in a row at work, just hanging out at a table or whatever I'm doing 
than I do on shift because I like being there. And I always say that if I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't be here because I'm honest with myself and I'm honest to the people around me about the things that I want. And it's that's so simple to say out loud, but truly, if I didn't like the job I have, I would try and get a new one. And so many people can't do that. So many people are in a position that they can't leave their current job because of circumstances. They got a family, they got a mortgage, they got a house, they got cars, they got bills. And same, same bro. If I didn't need any job at all, then you bet I'd be posting five podcasts a day, dedicating morning till night, researching interesting, fun topics and science research, more science research, maybe learning grammar a little bit better. Since I learned Spanish, I've lost a little bit of my English flow. But really, if I, if I didn't need another job, I probably wouldn't have a job. But I do need a job. And since I need a job, I will get one that I want to be at. I'll get it somewhere that I enjoy being at. So, assuming makes an ass out of you and me. However, lying to yourself means you're going to lie to others. Lying to others makes you kind of an ass. It just does. You don't need to lie unless you're trying to protect the person you're lying to in a way that will benefit them, then you don't need to lie. I stopped asking people, how are you a long time ago? Because they don't even hear me when I say it. They're so used to saying good, I'm tired, I'm here, I'm It's so exhausting just at, even being asked that question. I think I've talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but when someone asks me, how are you? I give them an extremely specific answer with vocabulary that blows their mind because they're not going to forget it. Someone's like, how are you doing today? I'll probably take a second, look around, like, you can't see me right now. I should make this one into a video podcast, but I'll twiddle my fingers around a little bit. I'll feel where I'm at and tell them "Ah, I'm here. I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. I'm not bad. And it's like they can tell I'm thinking about it because I am. I'm not, if someone's asking me how I am, I'm not just gonna give them an automatic response because that's that's what makes it easiest on them. Then don't ask me. If you wanna make it easiest on yourself because you don't wanna actually have the conversation and you're just doing it to be polite, don't ask me. That's your own lie coming to the surface by lying, pretending that you care. Don't ask me. So when someone does ask me how I am, I choose to believe that they genuinely want to know. And I choose to believe that they're interested in how I am, whether or not it's good or bad. And I don't use the words good or bad. Maybe I'll say, oh, I'm not too bad. I, uh, I'm a little bit tired because I did this and this, but I'm also good because I did this and this, and, and now I'm here. That's how I am. How are you? And sometimes like, oh my God. Oh, that was, that was really specific. You asked how I am. like. I'm a person. I got a lot going on in here. Why not be specific? You wanted to know, I'll tell you. You can do the same thing with yourself. And I think that that's step one. You always hear like, ask yourself, how am I right now? In this moment, how am I doing? And I know that that's really hard for people. And the reason I know how hard it is for people is because that's step one in acting. It's to learn how to ground yourself and then act. You learn the lines. That's by far the easiest part of acting. What like, you hear that like from everyone. I could never be an actor. They gotta remember so many lines and learn how to do these things and things and things. I mean, yeah, everyone learns their lines and 
learning lines is difficult and it is hard, but if you've ever learned the lyrics to a song, and I'm sure you have, it's really not that different. The learning the words that come out of your mouth part really isn't the hardest part. Learning how to say those words while pretending you're in a in a scene, while you're in an environment that you'll maybe never be in in your entire life. That's the hard part. And connecting it, that's the most difficult part. And then forgetting that you're pretending is what wins people Academy Awards. So, I don't know how else to put it. If you don't know how to answer that question honestly, how are you doing right now? Then you're you're not going to progress forward. And that's what takes time, is learning how to feel what you're feeling. And if you can't give an emotional response, then you can give a physical one. If I say right now, how are you doing? Take a second. If someone asks you right now, then sure, like, try not to just automatically answer good or bad or tired or sleepy or angry or frustrated or whatever it is. Start answering it with a sentence because realizing that you have to answer it with a sentence will make you think. It will make you think, how do I phrase this sentence? And if you're like me, a little bit lazy and do things as good as you can and try to make everything as good as you can, but in an easy way, that's why this is called half decent, by the way, then being honest about it is the easiest way. Being honest about how you're feeling is the easiest way. So if I say, how are you doing right now? Take a second. If you've never honestly answered that question before, then answer it physically. Describe each one of your limbs. How am I right now? And I'll answer it. My right foot is propped up on the chair and there's a little bit of tension in my knee because I did leg day today and I probably could have stretched a bit more. And I'm also getting over a little bit of a cold because it's cold. And my left leg, also a little bit propped up. It's on its tippy toes. And my left arm is over my crotch right now. And my right arm is holding the middle finger of my left hand in it. And... My ankles are cold because my jeans are rolled up, but my shoulders are a bit warm because I'm wearing three layers on top of it. My nose is a little bit itchy because my glasses are falling down and when I adjust them, it's a little bit loud on the camera. ASMR for you. And my head has some pressure in it, I think, because of one, the cold, and two, I'm wearing a hat that's slightly small. There you go. That's how I'm doing right now. How are you doing right now? That's acting school for you. That is the one thing that they start with you on day one. I remember it vividly. We went into camera class. That was the very first class I ever took. And it was all of us shy individuals thinking, we're gonna be famous actors by the end of this. Now, that was a couple years ago when we graduated, but it didn't happen. And to be fair, I don't think I truly realized all the freaking deep steps that I could have taken advantage of back then that I didn't to heal all the trauma that I have within my past. And I don't mean all the trauma as in terrible, terrible things that so many people do struggle with. I mean, if you're living and breathing right now and you can listen to this podcast, you are a living, breathing ball of trauma. That is why you are who you are. 
there's no way around that. We all got it. So, learn how to answer that question. Learn how to be honest with yourself about it. Learn how to answer how your physical body is doing in that exact moment. And then, you can answer people's question honestly. And with that, you can be more interested in other people. Because if you listened to me just describe my body, you were a little bit interested. And if you didn't ask me how I was doing and I just said that to you, you'd think that's weird. So, you'll learn that when you want to know how someone's doing, that's when you'll ask, how are you? How are you doing? Because you care. You'll realize that after you do this a few times that the stupid, oh, I'm tired, I'm okay, I'm good, is just so automatic that that person doesn't even remember that they told you that. So try, just try it. For the next day, next two, three, four, five days, ask everyone around you how they're doing and try listening to it. And you don't need to teach them how to answer it properly, but you'll notice that these people are giving you automatic responses. And maybe by the end of that conversation, they'll tell you 150 different things going on in their life. And you'll be like, why did you say good? When you have so much stress going on, you have so many things up the wazoo right now. When I asked how you are, you said good. Why'd you lie to me? You don't have to get mad at them. Definitely don't. But you'll realize it quite quick. It happens all the time. And then you can be your own best friend. And you can have good, productive conversations with yourself and you don't have to focus on all the negative things because your brain is a sneaky sneak and it knows what it's doing. And I really, really, really want to dance with the idea of synchronicities. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically like unexplainable coincidences that only mean something to you but what they mean is so profound that you can't even really put it into words um i'm not really going to give examples like that because i've been dreaming and manifesting doing an episode on that for so long but it's genuinely going to take a lot of effort it's genuinely going to take a lot of time so i know for a fact that that is something i want and as my own best friend I also know that at the moment, with the other things I have going on in my life, I don't really have the patience or time or stamina to sit down and research all the things I want to on that topic. And since I want to do a flawless job when I talk about synchronicities, I also know as my own best friend that when I decide to do it, I'm going to dedicate everything I have to it because it means so much to me. Just like becoming your own best friend. And if you don't know where to begin, if you genuinely are like, Sam, I don't know how to get along with myself. All I do is look in the mirror and think, oh my God, I got to brush my teeth right now because my breath stinks. I got to comb my hair because I look like a mess and I have to shower because I got freaking deodorant in the wrong crevices. And I got last night's like beef. I don't, I don't even need beef. I got last night's sushi roll stuck in my fingernails. I don't know what it is. But you look in the mirror and you start saying all these bad things. And then you start giving yourself reasons why you need to do these things. And all of these reasons are negative. You're training your brain to look for what's wrong. And when we dive into synchronicities one day, you're going to realize, oh man, I, I really fucked up with that. And same, because... Man, if I had only known, if I had only known that going to bed every night as a teenager, listening to sad music and envisioning myself in a sad situation where my friends 
were there for me and were supporting me through tough times and whatever the heck, then I wouldn't have manifested such a negative life sucks. People need to be here for me. Please feel bad for me. Emotion for so many years. And I know that some of you guys do the same thing. I know that so many of my friends still do that. So let's not do that. Have you ever learned how to look in the mirror and see yourself as a person? It's terrifying. And I I don't need to really dive into this right now, but if you're above, if you're an adult and you've ever done any kind of maybe psychedelic or maybe a mushroom once in a while, and you've ever looked at yourself in the mirror and your brain is going through all these awakenings and all this stuff and you don't recognize yourself in the mirror, you don't know yourself. You, you've you never seen yourself as a person. And maybe it's different for everyone, but I remember when that happened to me the first time, I couldn't do it for more than a couple minutes because I felt like a god when I wasn't looking in the mirror. I felt like all these things I wanted to do and all the things I achieved were so amazing. But when I looked at myself, I did not recognize myself. I was so used to waking up every morning, going in the bathroom, being like, oh my God, the gym workout really didn't do as much last night. And I still feel like I... I got some like things to work on over here. I want that that arm bigger. I oh, I need to shave. Oh my god, is that a pimple on my lip? That's because I ate this shitty food. Oh no, it's crap. It's garbage. Instead, you can look at your mirror and you can look at yourself in the mirror. I should say and think, oh my goodness, look at you. Holy shit, you person, you goddamn human being. Welcome. Thanks for taking me through today. You got two brains. You got one physical one, but you got two working for you. You got the brain that has dreams like going and becoming a famous actor, singer, podcaster, whatever the heck. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to be a singer because as my best friend and I know, I don't really have those skills and I would hope that my real life best friends would be honest with me about that and say, "Sam, I don't think you could sell at a stadium." However, if that was something I wanted, as bad as I want to be a podcaster and an actor, then I would write down the steps I need to do for that. I would write down that I could probably benefit from some singing lessons, and that would be the number one place to start. I wanted it so bad, and I want to get good and better with music, that what I asked for for Christmas from everyone I loved was a, a nice, cheap kid's piano where I could learn the keys again. Because when I was younger, I took piano lessons. And unfortunately, my piano teacher, his name was Plum, sucked. Literal garbage person. He sucked. He was mean, he was horrible, and he should not have talked to a three-year-old the way he did and propped my shoulders up in way that ways that, to this day, make me feel uncomfortable when I'm sitting up too straight. However, I know I want to get good with music. So, I got a piano. And... I don't dedicate all the time in the world to it because I'm still trying to dedicate some more time to training for recruitment, which you might have known about, and this podcast and work and saving money because I'm trying to move to Australia. So start by being your own best friend by looking in the mirror and giving yourself a nice smile, a high five, and a compliment. Learning how to be grateful for things around you. Learning how to say, Oh, wow, thank you, body, for getting me out of bed today and getting me to work so that I can make some money and pay these bills so that way I'm not as stressed next week. 
learn that those small little things are so important and that's what's gonna make you the most happy out of everything that happens in this planet because uh, I've just heard a lot this week and I wanted to get it out I wanted to talk more because so many of the close people in my life are going through unimaginable things that I find so difficult that I don't know how I could get through and there's other people that even myself included that sometimes I catch myself being negative and I hear so many other people being negative and it sucks it sucks and like I said before when I had someone a boss tell me oh I don't like that you're so negative about this this and that I was like can I immediately said can we have a conversation one-on-one please like yep okay so we went and had a conversation one-on-one and what I said genuinely was I hate that. I am so sorry that I ever left you the impression that I am so negative about things. Because honest to God, I piss people off at my work by saying, go to the bathroom and give yourself a high five in the mirror with a smile on your face, no matter how cringy it makes you feel, because I promise your body is going to recognize the feeling of a high five and it's going to see your own face in the mirror while it's doing it. So please go and do that and then come back and have a conversation with me. And people will shrug me off and say, oh my God, he's so fucking annoying. And I said that to my boss and I said, I hate that. I hate that you think I am so negative over some things because that is not who I am. But if you keep saying that to me, that's something that's gonna be drilled into my head that when I'm here, apparently I'm negative and I hate that. And I love being here. So I don't ever want you to think that. And please, please, if you think I'm being negative, just ask for clarity because one, I'm probably not being negative. I'm probably being a bit animated, a bit dramatic because I'm an actor and that's who I am as a person. That's what I said before. I said, I'm not anxious. I'm just animated. So she's like, okay. And within days, she's like, I'm, I'm sorry. I said that too, because it's true. I'm not very negative. I'm just animated. And people, people don't listen to others. They're, they don't listen to the honesty that comes out of other people's mouths when they ask, how are you doing? And if someone's one of the most honest things you can say when someone asks how you're doing and you don't know how to reply, say, I'm here, I'm here. And if you're here, that means you're not bad. If you're bad and you're in a place where someone can ask how you're doing, I I guess you could be bad. I take what I just said, that final thing I just said, I take that back because you can be bad. If someone comes up to you and you are lying in the hospital and they say, how are you doing? First of all, fuck that person. Why are you asking? And two, yeah, you're right. You could be bad. So hopefully, hopefully you don't have people in your life that ask how you're doing when the answer is so freaking obvious that they don't need to force you to relive that. But two, if you're going into class or you're going into school or you've run into a cashier at the store and she goes, how's your day going so far? And you go, good. Back up a second. Go, oh, um, um, am I good? Okay, how is my day going so far? Let's think about it. Have I hit all the goals I wanted to hit? Have I done everything I wanted to do? Are things going the way I planned? If all of those answers are yes, then by all means say, I'm doing well. I I just did this, this, and this, and now I'm at the store, and after I'm gonna go and do this, I'm good. And if you're not doing great, you can say, you know, I'm I'm pushing through. I'm, I'm here at the store right now. And I, I was hoping to get a couple more things done earlier today. And 
my dog is sick and I had to spend a bit too much money on the vet bill and and I was hoping that that wouldn't happen but you know I'm here that's how I am today I promise you whether or not that person wanted to hear it they're gonna remember it and I would way rather be remembered than liked I, I don't want to be hated I'd rather be forgotten than hated but I would rather be remembered than liked and like I said before if I'm my own best friend and I I look up to myself and I can rely on myself to be happy with myself and if I'm bored I can talk to myself I can think thoughts that aren't gonna take me down a negative spiral because I got in the habit of high-fiving myself in the mirror I got in the habit of realizing that I'm I'm pretty goddamn lucky to just be here on this planet one in like 400 trillion or something are the are the odds and i think that that number is just getting higher so think about it i know people are going through some hard things and we, we all do that but you don't have to always have a bad day and you don't have to be on autopilot and you can know that when someone's asking how are you doing there's a good fat chance that they actually care and when you just say the simple thing like good tired or whatever they forget it as easily as you forgot saying it. So, next time someone asks how you are, tell them, well, I'm, I'm doing all right. Learn how to be my own best friend today. There you go. So, thanks for listening. I hope you have a good one. I hope that you take everything I just said with, with a heavy grain of salt. Not a light grain of salt, but a heavy one. Because I don't need you to take me too seriously. But I do want you to take what I just said to heart. Because I might have just said a couple examples that that would touch people or flick people in the wrong way. But what I also just said was so honest. And I promise, I didn't say a single lie in this thing. And like I said at the very beginning of this, I am someone who grew up without very many friends. I had friends. I didn't have great friends. I know my best friends throughout all of junior high. And some of them are actually some of my great friends now that are gonna kill me for even saying this, but <laughs> they used to not let me hang out with them unless I would take photos of them. And genuinely, if I like forgot my phone or something that day to take photos, they would tell me that I can't go hang out with them. So I would have to hang out typically under the stairwell by myself and maybe watch some Minecraft YouTube videos. Or they would, or I would try to hang out with them anyways because I didn't take social cues well. And they would go and hide in the bathroom and and not let me hang out with them. And then, I didn't know any other way. I learned that if I wanted to be someone's friend, then I got to be benefiting them and I got to sacrifice the fact that I'm a bit jealous that I'm not in those photos to be their friend. I had a hard time being alone, honestly. And because of that, I learned some bad habits of being by myself, some really, really bad habits terrible relationship with food i weighed more in the seventh grade when i was about a foot shorter than i am now by nearly 50 pounds and i was grade seven i'm 22 going on 23 right now that's ridiculous so if i can do it you can do it it's been 10 ish years since those dark times and it's only ever been i want to say less than a year since i learned how to actually be my own best friend since I learned how to sit in my room by myself and not turn on the TV, not FaceTime a friend, not do any of that, man, it was hard. 
and it came down to moving to Vancouver in 2019 by myself, living in a 95 square foot shoebox apartment while it's absolutely pissing rain, barely above zero degrees, half frozen on the streets, not able to get anywhere without my fingers feeling like they're gonna fall off from the wet, cold ice rain. That was when I learned that I need to get good at being by myself. I didn't, I didn't get good at it, but that was when I learned I needed to learn how at least. And you know what? As we do this now, I got good at it. These sorts of things. I make podcasts when I'm by myself now. I talk to myself. I write things down in a journal and I can just sit and think and talk out loud to myself because God knows there's no one sitting in front of me right now besides my childhood stuffed animal and a big freaking monkey that my sister's ex high school boyfriend gave to her, I think, or her friend gave to her when they broke. I don't know, but not my story to tell. However, have a good one. I think I'm about to actually end it for the first time. And this might be the longest podcast I've made thus far. I've been quite, quite down in the dumps physically, not mentally, but physically the last couple of days, too hard at the gym, sore, then sick. I remember I'm not remember the other day i missed taking some of my vitamins and it was like i actually felt it and i didn't even like realize i missed them it was one of those like taking vitamins has always been i wonder if this is just placebo then there was a day i actually missed it and i truly thought i took them because i pulled them all out of the cupboard and i put them on the counter and i didn't take them i thought i did and i got home that night like oh my god i'm so freaking tired and it's still light outside i don't know what to do with myself and it gets dark here at like 5 p.m right now i was like what in the world i went to the bathroom there they all are all my vitamins from that morning sitting beside the bathroom sink i guess it's not a placebo so also take your vitamins (laughs) side note take your damn vitamins b12 that shit is magic and korean ginseng as well and if not if you can't get those then get some freaking sun and eat an apple an apple a day keeps the doctor away and also makes your bowels move and getting in a good bowel movement every day that might be one of the top three feelings ever so find some things to be happy and grateful for like i just did right now about my vitamins and bowel movements take care have a half decent day happy saturday be safe be fun and be your own best friend bye-bye